Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Roy won't take no or no comment sitting down. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Millions of Canadians live with chronic pain. Millions, millions of Canadians live with chronic pain. And chronic pain isn't what Prime Minister Trudeau said it was, just sort of an annoying uh, little problem. Chronic pain, for millions of people, is living with agony 24 hours a day. Agony, 24-7. And millions of people in the United States and in Canada have for years now been dealing with their chronic pain through opioid medication. And the opioid medications have allowed them to have some quality of life. They've not turned them into addicts. They've not turned them into people who are unreliable and dangerous and killing themselves or dying of overdose in huge numbers. That's just not true. There was a story not long ago that 862 Individuals died of opioid overdose. And that was a crisis. And I said, no, it's not a crisis. It's very sad. A crisis is 40,000 people in this country dying annually from tobacco-related illnesses. But they're not taking cigarettes away from people, but they are removing opioids from chronic pain patients. And again and again, we hear, well, the doctors aren't supposed to do that because the recommendations, the guidelines that were brought down by McMaster universities don't say that. But the colleges of physicians and surgeons have sufficiently frightened doctors that doctors are even firing their patients rather than giving them the opioid medication they had been prescribing before. Some pain specialists are just giving up practicing pain management because they're afraid. Marvin Ross is a medical writer, a publisher, and uh, he's been a guest on this program on the opioid issue a number of times, quite a few times. He wrote a column in the Hamilton Spectator called, uh, titled, Opiophobia, Causing Pain and Suffering in Canada. The medical political establishment is challenging Mr. Ross, but simultaneously, Marvin, they're refusing to debate you. Yep, they are. They won't. They, I invited, uh, I invited uh, Professor Busa, who's the editor of the guidelines, to come on the air. And uh, until they have another report of, of opioids, of non-cancer opioids out, he's not going to talk to you. So, so what, to, what, were you, what in, the, in the column, what did you say that caused such consternation among the medical elites? Well, uh, somebody at McMaster wrote a letter to the spectator. Uh, I didn't see the signature, but in effect, the letter said that I was wrong about the fact that opioids were not dangerous. 
Um, and the writer of the letter cited that one out of 550 people had died in one of their studies, and I'll get to that in a moment. And uh, I had poo-pooed the fact that uh, people become addicted by just being prescribed opioids, which all of the research and all of the experts uh, attest to. Uh, so those were the two things that um, they were upset about. And uh, I'd like to, to just comment on uh, the statement, one out of 550 people died. Well, as you said, uh, any death is sad. Um, in this case, um, what they failed to say, and it's a perfect example of that old adage that there are liars, damn liars, and then there are statisticians, because the 550 people they were talking about was based on a study of about 285,000 prescriptions for opioids given to people in Ontario over a 13-year period. Um, now, the sample was of people over the age of 65 and the disabled mainly. So right off the bat, you've got a rather fragile population. But the 550 out of the 286,000 were people who are on the absolute highest dose. Uh, so you might expect there would be more problems with people on an extremely high dose. Mm -hmm. It was over 200 milligrams of morphine equivalent per day. Um, but my take on that is that 544 people did well. They failed to say that. And they also failed to point out that of the 285,000 prescriptions given, 90% um, of those people didn't take it for longer than three months. So where was the addiction? Um, and I, as I, I said, uh, all of the experts and all of the research shows that just being prescribed an opioid will not lead to addiction. They don't want to debate that, and therefore I have to question, um, you know, what their their true motivation is. Well, you know that on this program, and you've been part of these shows, and you wrote it in your column, we've spoken with quite a number of patients, people who have struggled uh, so incredibly when suddenly and arbitrarily their medications were cut back dramatically. We've had uh, at least one person has passed away, and uh, I yeah, have a feeling... Probably extreme pain as well. I, yeah, no, no question. We've talked to people whose family members have committed suicide because their medications, their opioid medications, have been taken away, not because they were overdosed, or not because they were uh, addicted, but because of the, the pain was completely unbearable. There are patients who require the medication, and there are generic drug addicts who are on the streets getting drugs that may be laced with fentanyl and other opioids. Two completely different groups of people. Marvin, I have 30 seconds. Um, Professor Busa is going to debate you, but only after the next report comes out. Well, that's not going to be for a few years. So in the meantime... Don't hold your breath. 
people are suffering and yeah. doctors are petrified. Millions of people are suffering. Yeah. Millions. And McMaster does not have the guts to stand up and say doctors are misapplying these guidelines and torturing people. And it is torture. Yeah. No question. We spoke not long ago with a human uh, rights lawyer from the Department of Justice in Washington who also had opioid medication for massive pain for a number of years. And I think there is the possibility that there may be a lawsuit coming out of all of that. Marvin, good talking to you. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time, Roy. Marvin Ross. We're back after this.